Welcome back to the second part of our our very exciting episode today. We are um, hosting Elmi, who is um, who who has had a very prolific story thus far, ranging from sleeping in um, sleeping rough in London yeah. all the way out here to to what he's doing now, documentaries and so on. If you are coming to the second part and haven't watched part one. We highly recommend that you go to part one and check it out, because then you do, you can also get to see Linda talk about her Fendi stuff. Are <laughs> you in gold? Um, in case you're wondering whether it's original or not. I Excuse me, <laughs> you know who I am. <laughs> yeah, go back to go back to epi- <laughs> go back to part one. However, in continuing the story, Elmi, um, we had left off on the part where you recently come coming back. Like current affairs are. You are recently coming back from Africa. Yeah. You went and filmed several sort of documentary pieces which are yeah. building into one documentary and you yeah. went through quite a number of countries. Sure. So talk us through that. And then obviously I I, I being Nugget Junction, mm-hmm. we can we can already assume that you went and met or you discovered or as a as a result of being in those countries and the stories that you experience and the stories you're telling in the documentary yeah. that there are nuggets along the way of yeah course. so if you could walk us through the many countries the five i think it was how many countries was that so i visited about six of them six yeah so walk us through the countries um tell us a brief story about what story you're telling yeah. in each country and of course um for the purpose of our yeah. uh, v- viewers and listeners yeah. a few nuggets along the way as you were going yeah, so the backstory to, to me i would also yeah. want to know the reasoning behind it. How did you come sure. up with this idea? Yeah. I've always been interested with tapping into people's brains yeah. into why they do what they do. So the backstory of this is I applied for a position to do a contracting job with the DW. Nice. And uh, DW Deutsche Welle would be yeah Deutsche, yeah, Deutsche Welle. Yeah, and uh, Dutch World yeah. in English and Deutsche Welle in, in, in yeah in German in pronunciation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a German production. Okay, cool. Yeah, and they've been doing fantastic work in uh, not only in Africa but over the world their documentaries are pretty good yeah it's amazing and um so um yeah i thought it would be great for me since i'm kind of like uh moving away from my organization at roost tv by the end of the year i thought that would be a very good shift for me to go back into what i'm really passionate also about which is storytelling and uh, i put a proposal to them uh, about some of the direction and the story that i would love to project in africa and um, they love the story and they commissioned me oh. to do um uh, the project and um so uh, I met a group of uh, producers uh, who came with me also, and we presented some stories from Kenya, uh, from uh, Tanzania, Uganda. We were supposed to go even to Kano in uh, Nigeria. It just didn't capitalize. But oh, you wouldn't be back here if you had gone to Kano. <laughs> uh, see, that's the kind of stigma that we're trying to uh, defeat. Stigma. Yeah, you see? And yeah, exactly. I know. That stereotype but about what, what, what you I'm say. What I'm trying to say, before you stereotype, what I'm <laughs> trying to say is, <laughs> you'd still you be in me. Nigeria. You wouldn't be here now had you uh, continued with that. Anyway, let's for, I mean, that's what we're trying to move away from. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And he has been warned about this. You know, stigmatism. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah. In this couch. So, so thank, we, we thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, I recently just came from two weeks ago. I just came from uh, Africa, and uh, one of the most interesting stories that I could share with you is uh, I was flying from one country to another country. I don't want to mention the name of it, but what I found is so interesting is on the plane that I flew from Dubai, to, sorry, from from uh, from that country to Dubai is there was about 10 young boys who came with a fake passport to leave that country. Yeah. And I had a chat with them. 
And the frustration about it is saying, you know, there is no hope. There is no opportunity for us. Which is quite ironic when I was in that country. Exactly. All yeah. you could see was opportunity. Oh, yeah. exactly. Yeah, when I was there, obviously I came, when I used to go to Africa a lot of time, I used to wear the negative uh, uh, lenses saying, yes. oh man, look look at the roads, look at the yeah, yeah, re- yeah, lack yeah, of yeah. regulation. But this time I, I went there with an open-minded, I said, you know what? I know it's always going to be a challenge in Africa, but what is it? What, is, what can I do to change? To change it? If I make a difference in a small capacity, I, I think that's that is achievement it's for enough, me. Yes. Yeah, and uh, and this is really the direction I went. So when I ch- when I had a chat with them, they said to me, you know, Elmi, we can I get a job? I'm only 21 years old. I'm and 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 everything they were saying to me kind of like defeat. It resonated with, a lot with me. But when I was there. I saw there's a lot of opportunities for uh, younger people. Yes, there is a lot of challenges. Yes, there is a challenge that we could face. But it kind of like break my heart to see. And if the backbone of the community leaves, which is the youth, that country is doomed. Wow. If that backbone, and the backbone is the youth. Why are we investing our time and energy? On the youth, definitely. And sadly, sadly, there's a a lack of support there. And uh, I've seen it. also, another story that when I was in Tanzania, I met a lot of YouTubers in Tanzania. Wow. And we're doing a documentaries about free speech in Tanzania there. Yes. And uh, a lot of them, t- there's one of them who has got a lot of followers. But yeah. he said to me, one thing we struggle in Tanzania is the free speech. Do you know in Tanzania wow. that for you to have a YouTube channel, you have to, the government have to, le- you have oh. to le- introduce legislation. So you have to pay money oh, for you to have a free YouTube just to control you. And to control the narratives. So they were talking about the struggle for them. Yeah. Uh, these guys are storytellers. Yeah. So they don't belong to any party. What, they don't what sort of story? So if, if, if government regulation for free YouTube is an issue, right? It's a huge issue. Yeah, it is. It is, yeah. for sure. I mean, it's free. What sort of stories would the government, from your experience, yeah. you're just coming back, what kind of stories would they not be able to, to put on that platform that you indulged in, if, that you were... You for example, one of them, he want to highlight uh, the trouble of um, uh, young kids working in, uh, begging in the street. Begging? Yeah, begging in the street. Mm-hmm. And his video was shut down three times because what he done, he interviewed the, 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 the young people, k- in, the people in the street, saying to them, you know, this is what, tell me about your story. And his video was shut down uh, by YouTube. I don't know, obviously. obviously yeah, obviously. Uh, and he, they provoke his license. So um, being a, these guys are like young journalists. You know, they don't have a, their agenda is just really to highlight the story. Yes. Yeah. But, but we, yeah. And I met a lot of uh, uh, journalists there. They're earning about $150 a month, oh, you know, wow. working for a, a media platform that do not wow. control. So they have no control of the narratives. Yes. So, and, they, and they're telling them to go and, um, and tell a story about a big mining company or they, this mining company could c- crush this young person yeah. because he's earning $150. Do you yeah. think he's going to be motivated yeah, to go to and, yeah. and produce content? His life will be on threat. So there's no protection for free speech, sadly, in some of those countries that I visited. But there are some of them. They're, they're still up, uh, moving away from it. But Africa has been very fascinating for me. By the way, do tell us about that. So when was the last time you were in Africa compared to... 2018, I 2018, was there. 2018, and then obviously yeah. you've just returned. I just returned. Long ago. So are you, s- you were there, sorry? BC. Yeah. Right. Yeah. B- before COVID. Yeah, BC. before COVID. Yeah. So, <laughs> is that a whole? Is that a thing now? Yeah, yeah. Before COVID. Now so he's are back you in AC? In AC now. Are you after yeah, yeah. COVID? After COVID. Yeah. Are you seeing the difference in when you were there in 2018? I saw the diaspora capacity are are big now in in Africa. Yes. Uh, I could talk, for example, in Somaliland. I've yes. seen big migration from people from the diaspora 
building yes. building infrastructure, opening businesses. So they're returning. They're returning they're big time. Returning and we're talking about 30 years old, 30 years old man, 30 years old woman, young, young people. That's it. They saw an opportunity there. And I saw the way they're trading uh, businesses in, in it with, with Addis Ababa and nice. in Nairobi. And yeah. yeah. And so, I was so they're going, so ideally... What I'm hearing is they are going against the, the, the sort of cultural norms. Exactly. The old cultural yeah. constructs, yes, yeah. which would say, we don't trade with those people, yeah. or we don't do that. So yeah, they yeah. come in yeah. and they're able to, to make those links because they're not, they're not sort of... For the first time, yeah, the yeah. first time they moved away from that stigma of yeah, saying, yeah. you know, there's nothing there for, for, yes. uh, for you, for Africa. Yes. And they, these people are investing money. They're investing their youth energy to, you know, saying, you know what, I, I know there's a lack of regulation there, but I could do something about it. Yes. And I was there for, a, I remember I was there in Somaliland for two weeks and I've just opened you, a couple. You keep calling it Somaliland. Okay. On my atlas and my world map, it's called Somalia. Well, <laughs> yeah, uh, I think probably you need to update that map. Because <laughs> uh, I can Google it's it Somali, now. Hey, let's Google. Yeah, pro- Professor Google is like up to date. Yeah, today. maybe you could do that after. Hey, uh, that's, that's the problem that we have in Africa. We're still yeah. dividing ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, we need is that, to come is that together the floating as one. Mic working? <laughs> for for the listeners not. and the viewers, also <laughs> Elmi got stamped in um, the first part of, of today's episode. What happened? Um, Ayo, Ayo has a floating mic. He's, oh, he's okay. always, yeah, he, he chips in from the background okay, to, okay. to give an opinion yeah, yeah. or a, a word of wisdom. Can I share? Can yeah, I share? Yeah, can I share with you something quite interesting? In 2017, yeah, sure. I decided to take a group of uh, young filmmakers with me to guess where to Rwanda. Wow! Now from from, where? from Perth. So I bought an ad on LinkedIn saying, guys, I need filmmakers, storytellers to come with me to Rwanda. I'll pay for their accommodation and food. Wow. I just want you guys to pay for your own ticket. We're, doing, we're going to be doing a very exciting short doco. It's available on our YouTube channel. And, um, and it's about the, how Rwanda is clean. Yes. What's the first thing to a lot of people come to their mind when they hear about Rwanda? Of course, genocide. genocide. The first thing. Yeah. It took six months to do training. Wait, wait, let me say something yeah, yeah. about that. One <laughs> second, one second. Um, I was on a, on a previous podcast a few, several, like a year and a half ago. So, so on another podcast we had built with a friend of mine. Shout out to Slim. Um, we, we actually had some Rwanda people yeah. come onto the podcast. And um, they're, 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 they're in their own right, they were high achieving, you know, students yeah. after student level, like student interprofessional. <coughs> and it, the episode lasted over an hour. Yeah. In the last, I kid you not, in the last 20 minutes, we double clicked on the Rwanda, because these are people from there. Yeah. Right. And we wanted to hear, Linda, I remember some time ago you had said it would be great to hear from the horse's mouth. Yes. We always hear stories, we watch on TV. Yeah, no, and we so want to hear from I'm telling you, I'm it. telling you, I could be the ambassador for Rwanda, the way I love that country. They, they, mm. made, us, <laughs> they made us cut the last 20 minutes of the whole podcast episode yeah. saying that. In as much as they were open to talk about it, they were yes. not open to talk about it yeah. publicly. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And we have so faced those challenges. So even, even, even from couch. our experience here, oh yes, on this couch, we have experience where people, you know, later on come back and say, cut. Yeah. So when you're Too saying political. that you're, you're representing or you, you hold a space where which you could kind of tell a different story, Yeah. from the horse's mouth, from my experience personally... <laughs> It's still very contentious. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, what, what, what yeah. are you? What are your thoughts on Rwanda and the Rwandese people, or your experiences in Rwanda? You see, I came with a completely different mindset. 
a lot of people could talk about Rwanda in so many different like, what was you your know, mindset mindset but the, personally yes uh, when i've seen my friend went to Rwanda for a, for a holiday yes i said where are you and he said and i thought he was somewhere in melbourne Right. He said, Elmi, I'm in Africa. I said, nice. can you please show me where in Africa you are? Yeah. And he showed me the video, and I couldn't believe this place exists in Africa. I was, I was, to be, that's my, I was ignorant about it. Wow. And I said, you know, it's worth, worth to visit. I need to go and, and visit it. And I went there before, uh, like in 2015. But then again, in 2017, I decided to take a group of filmmakers with me. Yeah, so how was that? Two of them decided to move there for good. Whoa. Did you hear me, Kirsten? Wait, look, save that one more time. Yeah, that's not good. Okay. No, 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 wait, wait. Say yeah. that one more time. I took a group of uh, filmmakers with me to Rwanda. Yeah. They have the same perception like anyone else yeah. about yes. Rwanda. Yeah. When, we, when they arrived in, Rwanda, in Kigali yes. and stayed there for a couple of days, yes. one of them said to me, Elmi, and she's a white woman from Karatha. Yes. She said to me, you know what, Elmi? Probably this is going to be the place for me. I'm going to live for, for the rest of my life. You mean he... Permanently. You mean him... Here, he here. She, yeah, she, she, she. 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 Yeah. And oh, that's, I said, she is residing there. Yeah, until now. Wow. And uh, I said to her, why? She said, there is something in this country speaks to me. Wow. And she Oops. said to me, I have no idea what it is. And for a black guy to go back to Perth and a white woman to stay, that's a big thing. Damn. <laughs> oh, she was white. There's no center in Rwanda. Huh? Uh, she was white? She, okay, she's, yeah. she's, a white. she's a white woman. Not yeah. So we've done a doco in the schools. We've done a documentary there about how clean Rwanda is. You know, and this is what was my focus is. I wanted to connect from an artistic point of view and connect with other artists about of what course. we have in common. Of let's course. not talk politics. Let's not talk. Let's see. And, and she came with a fantastic. We used to do a program called um, using a leaf, uh, uh, banana leaves to create stories. Right. So we done a story about how how Rwanda is clean through an African family, but we created through an animation. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, That's yeah. Artistic. So, so we found that what we have in common is creative content. Mm. And that's the way, forget about the politics, but yeah. we, she came up with an, uh, so that's the purpose of my visit to Rwanda and take those artists with me. It just really defeat that kind of stigma. So that what was their purpose of putting their hand up to say, hey, I want to go? They, saw, they just want to experience a different, uh, different place. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when you say they, were they predominantly white? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all white, yeah. So we had a white woman and we had a, an indigenous woman. Oh, wow. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. How did the indigenous find it? It's so interesting. We went to the Genocide Museum in Kigali. And there was a, a in in uh, the, uh, there's museums everywhere now. Yeah, yeah oh, you mean you know, in, 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 yeah. in Rwanda? Wow, yeah, I mean, probably one of the biggest museum, yeah, uh, the so genocide what does museum. It have there? Photos of dead people. Is a museum about the genocide that took place in '94. I mean, there's museums yeah. of even slavery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rwanda came a long way, a long way. Very long way. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious about the indigenous, obviously, because we shared the same yeah. color. And we've also been through similarities in the way of and they, you know, they, the, the history in the past. And they, s- they have an indigenous, Australian indigenous story at the museum. Wow. Yeah. In, you couldn't in, Kigali. in Rwanda, in Kigali. Brother, okay. you got to go there. And, um, hey, yeah. Now I'm interested in e- Exactly. Kigali. Yeah. The cleanest, let, let me just finish. Uh, the yeah. cleanest country yeah. in Africa. Cleanest country, country in Africa by far. They have something called Omoganda. Every Thursday of the last month, mm. the president go and he cleaned the sewage there. Amazing. Yeah. He puts his yeah. own hands. I remember when I was, yeah, all African presidents could walk, should, okay, should okay, walk listen, and listen. learn, listen. I beg, I beg. 
Oh, lovely, but that's just the cities. People always, you know, give who has about, oh, you know, have you seen the airport? Have you seen this? But once you enter, enter. I'm talking about, <laughs> I'm talking about three hours from Kigali. They are still Every clean. schools have a three-course meal. All the kids' school, they have, a, they have a, a shoes to go to school with. This is Rwanda, brother. I love it. Well, let, yeah, yeah, uh, let, uh, let, him, let him retell the story. Retell the story. He, yeah, he can, he can, right now, tell me. And I've got no dogs in this fight. I'm just saying it. A little, a little bit of some kind of poetic license to retell the story. Because this, what we're doing here, uh, uh, you know, on um, Nugget Junction and so on, it will surpass our, all of us will be, it's long gone. It's going to go online. It'll be on cyberspace. At least there will be this voice. Exactly. The, the personality behind the voice yes, may exactly. be Elmi in the, yes. in the physicality here and now. But that message or that perception, which all of us, I mean, honestly, I mean, I'm not yeah. believing that it's the cleanest country, but you... you uh, oh, you don't believe that? that. Uh, you no only way. need to... Uh, you've been referring to Google. Please go to Google. Oh, yeah, let's Google. Yeah. Hey, guy, Professor Google. Yeah. Okay. Just before you go into Google, um, let's, let's have a small Should bit... I? Okay, so yes. what, yeah, what, what, where, yeah, let's let's have it make it inter interesting. Yeah? <laughs> this is how okay. confident I am. So, yes, let's yeah. go. But I don't embarrass you in front of them. Okay, go go go. What's the bet? I'm gonna put plastic money in it. Fifty dollars. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Give me that fifty dollars. I can't remember that people still carry cash, but yeah, we pay by you. Uh, are you? <laughs> you're firing him. And I, I can't. I can't remember the last time I carried fifty dollars cash, cash is with one me. Of the best okay. Yeah. Well, you okay. can't have a bit like this one if you didn't have cash, right? Huh? No, you can't give it on your left hand. That's bad luck. Exactly. Give it on yeah. the other hand. Yeah. Merci beaucoup. Okay. Right. Okay. It's real, people. Yeah, yeah. And $50 for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, plastic I'll send you by e-post. Yeah. yeah. All right, so I'm going to Google and here. It's yeah. literally plastic yeah. money. Yeah, that, that's the interesting part yeah. about <laughs> Australia. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to Google the cleanest country. In Africa. In, in Africa. Africa. And um, I'm for the sake of the 50 bucks... I'm going to hope it's not Rwanda. Okay. <laughs> Rwanda. He wants his money. <laughs> um, so are we sharing this 25 Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What, you're already profiteering? You're already profiteering. Since you're checking out, let me check it also. Yeah, uh, yeah, You yeah, know, yeah, Google yeah. gives different results. Exactly. Uh, Apple and what's yeah, yeah. this other one? Android business. They okay, give cool. different results. So let's have one or the other. What have you got? Okay. Tell me. Let me Is see. yours an Apple? Uh, no, uh, Samsung. What's yours? It's an Apple. Ah, uh, bam. Ah, oh, okay. In. Let's go. Okay. The cleanest <laughs> country in Australia. Aye. <laughs> I want to keep my money. I want to keep my money. Already clean. country in Africa. <laughs> oh, man. Am oh. I right? Oh, no, no, no. It says... Siri, what's your secret? By the way, do you know what Siri means in Swahili? Mm? It means secret. Oh, okay. So, I don't know if the reasoning behind them calling it Siri was... Oh, I see the, I see the confusion. Kigali is no, no, the... No, no, no. Yes, yes, uh, yes. I am the judge. Bring okay, both your so, phones so. here. I want to read it for myself. So um, here, Kigali is the capital and largest anything. city of Rwanda, yes. the cleanest on the African Kigali continent is the as well. city on the African continent. Uh, Not uh, Rwanda, the cleanest Rwanda. country. Kigali. When I say Kigali, I'm talking about Kigali. I Rwanda. The same result. Kigali, it's... it's well, okay. when I say Rwanda, I mean, when I refer, I'm talking about the capital city. Oh, is so that so? Yeah, yeah. So, oh, sorry, yeah. I thought yeah. you meant the cleanest country. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the cleanest the cleanest city, yeah. In the city, Kigali. Oh, um, mm. Kigali is the cleanest city in, yeah. in, in so on the continent. Lose. I don't lose because I was betting on country. No, no, no Kigali. I'm talking about Kigali. That, yeah. You went to go change your status. In I your didn't. Head. Huh? Okay. You're keeping this $50. Yeah, okay. I am not even giving it half half. 
Okay. So there's a bit of misunderstanding. But I was referring to the city. For the purposes of the listeners who are not watching this, um, for the viewers, you're going to see maybe this side or this side after post-production <laughs> of this screen. Um, but I'm going to read out to you the first result. Rwanda. So the, the search query was the cleanest country in Africa. And the search result says Rwanda is one of the reasons... One of the reasons why Rwanda is renowned in Africa is for its cleanliness. Nice. It's not a volunteer project. Police oh. monitor the streets and stop Rwandans from participating exactly. in making the place clean. Mm. So Rwanda is the cleanest country in Africa. Right. He rests his case, do you? I rest my case. Now, moving on to... I always want to go to that restaurant. You know, that hundred dollars will go will go a long way. Ah, amen. Afro authentic is yeah. Fifty dollars can be utilized well, well. Yeah, it will right. go. Yeah, I'll invest it. Yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. Mm. So, Elmi, thank you very much. Oh, oh by the way, what sorry, Elmi, I'll need a, a tax invoice for that. <laughs> of course, I'll so send I can it. claim it back as a business <laughs> expense. <laughs> it was a consulting. Yeah, activity. it was a consulting yeah. portion of the business, was it? Awesome. But, but do do continue though. Um, I did not know that. Um. Rwanda was clean in any way, in any sense. So, yeah. so it, it, it kind of echoes, it speaks to how important it is for some of these stories to, to sort of leach through the barrier, the social construct where we say Rwanda is. You know, because when you say the word, the other day we were here, we were talking to Lydia, if you remember, in another yes. episode, and then I just kept on referring to her country in a... Uganda. As we, he's, he's South African. He wouldn't understand anything it was just yeah it was a it was a train wreck <laughs> but the point is it's important for us to be able like like for you you would be in my mind you are the quintessential secret agent who went into enemy territory and came back with a story for example oh, you that's would a strong word enemy territory ah, yeah, i'm going right. to change it i'll uh, rephrase it i'll yeah. rephrase it cuz it's not enemy territory we're african but it's like you were the ke- one of the Canaanites who went there and then saw all these huge grasshoppers or something <laughs> in Canaan. And then you come back and say, oh my God, these guys are giants. And then you're like, no, 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 but they're still human. Yeah, yeah. You know, we can still yeah, take yeah. it on. Yeah. Because you had a story, you, you had an experience to the story. Exactly. It's not just listening to what today's world would be yes. mainstream media. You, were, you had a physical presence in that place and then you experienced it in your own way. Mm-hmm. And you're able to tell the story based on your experience. And I experienced it also from my own journey, being a Muslim, yeah. being a black person with a Muslim name. I know exactly the, the, the stereotype that has already been vilified against me from the time exactly. I, was, I lived in the West. So yeah. when people do meet me, hopefully, they, are, for example, when I go to prison, in Bankshire prison, I work with a lot of young indigenous guys. And this young, one indigenous boy said to me, Hey, only uh, I remember I was helping him with with the cooking, and his and uh, and uh, I couldn't. Someone in Banksia prison to cook. Yeah, yeah, we're doing a program there. It's, it's yeah, all right. but yeah. continue. Sorry. And yeah. he said to me, "Elmi, I had no idea uh, why why you're not eating." And I said, uh, "Well, because I'm a Muslim," and it was Ramadan. Right. And he said, "I had no idea, Elmi, uh, that you're a Muslim. If I knew, I will. T- I none of my family will even will talk to you." So I guess what I'm oh, saying is what? I projected my my character yes. as an, as a person of empathy of understanding I, sna- I, I, exactly. I, I was not preaching my faith to him yes. the only way I could preach is my 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 empathy toward him exactly. and supporting him exactly. so going I could say the same thing about going to South Africa and the stigma attached to South Africa and exactly. Zambia and all of those countries but but there is there's a way that we could go beyond that and be, yeah. go beyond our prejudice and tell the real stories exactly 
So you did mention that you are looking to go back. Permanently, yes. Yeah, yeah. Permanently. What is your thought process on that? How did you come to this conclusion? conclusion. I think there's a a personal reason and there's obviously a professional reason. I mean, uh, personally, obviously, my kids are all grown up now. And... uh, and I was telling you early, uh, earlier that for the first time, I guess the West doesn't have anything else to offer me. That's a although, big, that's I'm, like I'm, although I'm very grateful, I learned a lot. Yeah. And I've, you, you shaped me the person I am. Yeah. So I want to really go back and give back wha- uh, nice. whatever God allowed me time to live in I this, uh, in this world. So um, I really want to, uh, I saw the opportunities there that I felt that I would love to be part of it. And, uh, and, what uh, kinds of opportunities? Oh, um, let me answer a bit of that before yeah. you go ahead. Um, one thing I've noticed, so I've been, for your purposes, Linda, I've been, I've been in, the, in the content creation game for a very long time. What I have noticed over since ACBC, since after COVID, yeah. is after the lockdowns, during the lockdowns, we all became ourselves we were exposed to ourselves. You're locked down at home. The only person that you're exposed is yourself. Yep. You could be with your partner and so on, but you're really, because yeah. you don't interact with the public as much as you, you did exactly. before, yeah. you only had yourself exactly. yeah. more. And then we also found out that we are very interested in hearing what other people are going through. Exactly. Not necessarily what, what we can watch on TV as yes. much as, say for example, there's the, 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 the war in Ukraine. I would yeah. so love to hear from one Ukrainian yeah. how all of that's yeah. happening in their farm state. Yeah. Can you imagine? You know, so 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 the advent of YouTube and and Gab and and, and all these other platforms that are coming these up, platforms. Brighteon. Shout out to Brighteon TV, <laughs> Brighteon TV. All of those it gives us the opportunity to tell personal stories. Yeah. Mm. So in my view, from my background, after 2019. I think the human being is more susceptible to personalized stories oh. as opposed to group stories. Right. Mm. And then if you take it to the African context, I, w- I, I will tell you the truth. I, I cut my, my um, in my household, I cut the Netflix account. Right. I don't need to keep paying. I would rather go and watch a YouTube channel of someone who's doing something, say in Kigali, for example. Yes, like what am I? I would rather follow, like what am I exactly? Gosh. Shout out to what am I? What am I? I met what am I in Somaliland. I there you go. Yeah, I met him. And so, so the rise of a character, the rise of a character like what am I? Is his ability to, to, to tell personal stories, yes. Yes. not just mainstream yeah yes. he's been to several countries he does Putting so many Africa stuff on the map. yeah but Shout the fact that he's you. able amongst others he's able to to, to follow through with one storyline a personalized storyline yes it makes more people susceptible to listen and to watch and yeah. what i love about him is a lot of his videos are simple without proper animation yeah, no, no, or no, no, uh, yeah, yeah. he just do it in a way much. yeah the focus is on yes, him on and other people uh, and, and the other people. Yeah, interaction. It's yeah. Exactly. His interaction when he him. came to Somaliland, he could not believe that this region of Somalia exists. Wow. And he said, this is so peaceful. Wow. Yeah. He said, I don't need any police protection. I could, no, I could yeah. walk down the street. So 
having him in Somaliland increase the tourism in Somaliland yeah, within yeah. the Africa. next month. He's putting Africa on yeah. the ability to tell a story yeah. from the yeah. location, yes. exactly. the way it's happening. Yeah. So not mainstream media, which will give you a narrative. Yes. And that's not what we, that's what we're trying to do. Oh, I could speak it's for myself. Is I go directly to the stories. When we were in Togo, one of the stories that I would reflect is the increased uh, population that been affected by snake bites mm-hmm. wow. in a small village in there. Togo, yeah. In yeah. Yeah, in Togo. In Togo. Wait, Togo is like a coastal country? No, it's it's the, yeah, in a coastal West. country, but there's still, there's a lot of... Uh, we went like, well, no, Togo is in Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. West Africa. Oh, God. Yeah. Long story short, cut yeah. that part out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Can so you cut that, please? Uh, Togo in Africa, <laughs> of course. No, but look, I'm not embarrassed about the fact that I don't know much about Togo. No, no, no. Yeah, but Togo when you... Yeah, there's a difference between, I don't know, I don't know, and there's a difference when you say, I don't know that's in Africa. There's well, a big difference. Africa. Huh? Yeah, Togo. No, he never Africa. said he doesn't know it's in Africa. I didn't say it's not. Ah, he's okay. correcting me as though I didn't know it's in Africa. <laughs> Excuse me. Ah, okay. However, hey, does I am trying know where to Togo connect is? your story with before COVID, after COVID, with what I was yeah. relating yeah. or relaying to Mr. Yeah. Elmi. Yeah. My question was what, why have you decided not packing yeah, my bags? The, yeah, the packing I'm of your bags. Going. Oh, sorry. I was going to go back to that one. Let me conclude that part before you answer. Um, in my mind, right, it would be the fact that you, you, start, you alluded to the fact that the West doesn't have much to offer you. It's not as appealing as it was when you had younger or no kids. Yeah. Yes. The fact that you're done with that part of your life, um, it makes the West less attractive. And that's fine. A lot, of, a lot of people have that sentiment. Yes. However, you don't want to go back to nothingness. Right. You, uh, you, you recognize... What do you mean nothingness? That's as in, a lot of people would say, no, I need to build a house, have a place, income, well, uh, uh, yada, uh, uh, yada. Mm. What makes you think he hasn't done uh, I've, I've just yeah. said a lot. However, what I'm, trying to, what I'm trying to conclude on that part is that you had an inspiration to leave. Come through, please. You now have an inspiration to go back. Yeah. Now, whilst you're going back, yes, you are now alleviated from all of the, the benefits of being in the West. But there's also a need, there's a space, there's a vacuum that you're going to occupy back home. You're not just going back home as a retired No, person. not all, not all. You're going yeah. back, you're literally going back to work. Oh, yeah. Marie? Ten time, ten time more, I'll be ten times more occupied than what I'm doing ten right now. Doing here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's, it's the recognition of that need for yeah. the work that you're trying to do. And what triggered what me... what takes you back. Yeah, and what triggered me is the community work that I'll be able to work there with. yeah. But there's a very important point I want to raise is sure. that sense of community. I felt it when I was there. Mm. Everybody knows me. Everybody knows my father. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows my community and yeah. my family. And that resonated with me differently. Yeah. I'm not saying... Then from here, for sure. Yeah, for sure. it's so yeah, different. You're pretty lonely yeah. out here. Yeah. yeah, but you said something important, which is I have to be prepared. I'm not going to go there rely on my kids to send me money. No. I already got structured everything in yes. place because I want to be self-efficient there. Yeah, and Thank and walk you. walk there. So the last thing I want to do is to be a burden on someone. Yeah, on someone yeah. else. Because yeah. there is no one else you can yeah. be a burden on. Yeah. Beg your pardon, guys. Okay. I ordered some food. As you know, this is up authentic. <laughs> we got to represent what we do here. Yes. Okay. Whilst we're on the podcast. So please do continue on. But we are welcome to have a nibble. Thank you. And um, fill our tummies. I don't like having guests without having them yeah. looked after. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Marie. Don't be shy next time, my dear. Mary, she, where is she from? She's, uh, where are you from, Mary? Chile. Sa- Chile. South America. Um, habla español? Así? Todos mis amigos son españoles. Hey, we have a Spanish man in the building. A floating mic. Somalia. We need to give her a floating mic.
Oh. Yeah, let's go to in Africa, in LA City, Africa. Um, Excuse wait, me. Wait, tell me. How one second. One second. There's a mic there. Could you go oh, there? Oh, sorry. Okay, sorry. Abeg, 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 abeg. Viewers, viewers. This is a whole other dimension <laughs> to the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're just going to practice my Spanish. Can you tell her in Spanish that it's okay to be on a, on a mic a little bit? Go on. Yeah, you can have a conversation. ¿Quieres hablar con nosotros? No lo sé. Realmente, como que estoy muy ocupada ahora. ¿Qué? Estoy, estoy ocupada ah, en el sí, restaurante. Ocupada. Sí, sí, sí. sí. Eh, sí busy, estoy atendiendo en el restaurante, entonces me gustaría sí, pero creo que por ahora no. Sí. Ask him yeah. how he knows how to speak Spanish. Uh, ¿Cómo estás? Ah, ¿cómo es? <laughs> no sé. ¿Cómo estás Ahora tú? mi español es muy malo. Es muy malo. ¿Ahora? Okay. Pero, pero es una parte de mi asignatura en la universidad. Oh, ¿de verdad? Ah, sí. Bueno, el, el español es súper fácil, pero me gustaría sí... Eh, Poder, no sé, eh, poder comunicarme más, pero como digo, tengo que trabajar. Sí, sí. ¿Cuántos años está, está, está aquí? Uh, ¿Cuánto tiempo llevo trabajando acá? Sí, trabaja aquí. Hey, hey, hey. Eh, 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 me gusta, sí, sí, sí me gusta. Ah, okay. eh, yeah. Diferente, okay. eh, diferente comida. Ah, yeah, I love it. That's amazing. That Thank you, Marie. Marie Thank is one you. of my okay. Do, do okay. you think my Spanish is okay? Ah, yes, it's very good. Dude. <laughs> ah, very good. Ah, Tell me. Eres muy amable. Oh, oh igualmente yeah. tú. Yeah. Igualmente it's one of the most easiest languages to learn. Gracias. How did yeah. you even get into it? You know why? Because I do speak Arabic. Ah. I learned Arabic, and Arabic is very similar to Spanish. So what Spanish. got you into it? Uh, it was part yeah, of my... Why would you ever need to learn yeah. Spanish? It's so... Im- you see, you gotta, I've done uh, marketing, yes. and one of the languages you have to pick up is either German as a, as a sub uh, oh, subject. Wow. So I, t- I decided to go with Spanish. Oh, and amazing. you know what? We, try, we have to encourage our kids to speak other languages. That's so true. You know? You know? And uh, it opened doors for me. What other national language do you speak? Somali. We are, we, I speak Somali, which is our native language. Nice. Yeah, and... Uh, And obviously, uh, Arabic also. I learned Arabic. And Very yeah, nice. Yeah, so. Well, a lot of Somalis do speak Swahili. Do you speak Swahili? Yeah, no. But uh, I didn't know that Congo, you guys do speak. Yes, I think over the last maybe 20, 30 years, yeah, obviously, yeah. it's tra- uh, traveling through from the east. Yeah. But we try to make it as natural as we can on the podcast. Um, so, we were discussing Kigali. Oh, no, my question was, what made you just decide, hey, I'm packing up and going. You've said that. Yeah. There's nothing else here for you. And I'm finding that a lot of Africans in the diaspora, as you said, now are doing a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, they're going back home to build the nations. I was they inspired by them. Bringing, oh, yeah. yeah. They're bringing all the experience yeah. and the expertise that they have gained from the Western world and taking it back home. Yeah. And trying to build Africa. And I think that's amazing. And very ballsy, if I can put it that way, to be in a particular society for 20 years plus, you know, and starting yeah. fresh. Where I was a bit, you know, pulled, your, well, where I questioned is when Crankston said, uh, going back to nothingness. I didn't understand where that, what do you mean by nothingness? Do you mean we don't have much in Africa or you have to set up your, your, your yourself first back home? I think, I think that's where the conversation was, that I can answer. setting yourself let me Let me answer first. that categorically. First of all, yes. I just want to say to the viewers... No, I'll start with the listeners. You, you can't see the chicken we're eating. 
These are chicken wings, um, courtesy of Afro Authentic Cuisine. Really good stuff. They have their own style of making it, and yeah. it's delicious. Delicious. However, in answering your question, I think if if somebody has a memory of nothingness, I'm not going to say if someone comes from nothingness or they come from oh, do you mean sleeping Africa under a bridge. Have yeah. No, that no, that's why I don't want to say that. I don't want to say it that way. But if someone has some kind of interaction or memory of lack, the one thing they will avoid, say if they came to the West and they're planning to go back, they want to avoid the lack. Or what of they course. felt or what they think mm. is lack. Their of version course. of lacking. A lot of people would be, you lack accommodation, you want to sort that out. You lack a source of income, you want to sort that out yeah, before yeah, you yeah, go. Yeah. You, you yeah, want yeah, to have yeah. some kind of retirement package so that you've yeah, got some yeah, yeah. money. But my view is those are still Western constructs. Yeah. What you're actually going back to is the community that you didn't exactly. have yeah. when you, while you were in the West. Yeah. And that community, the feeling of being a part of something, being part of a group, excuse me, being, being part of a family, a family mm-hmm. unit, mm-hmm. an extended family unit, mm-hmm. is worth more than any amount of retirement package that you can want or any amount of house that you can build. Yeah. You could build a seven-story house at, you know, in the heart of Kigali and still live on your own. Yeah. It won't yeah. amount to anything. Yeah. Yeah. What, we, what a lot of the diaspora people do in going back, what they're really following is that very rare sense of what the floating mic Ayo in the back here, the producer, what the nickname producer, what we, we what he calls Ubuntu. Ubuntu. Mm. You want to go back to a place where you actually matter. Yes. Where you count. Back to your roots. Whether yeah. you've got money or back you don't, ma- you don't have money. Yeah. Whether you've got connections or not, but yeah. you count. And I can give a quick example of a lot of the time here in the West, I want to go and do stuff. I'm a consultant by trade. If I want to go and do s- things, I have social constraints that will stop me because I don't have a maid. I don't have a, a babysitter. Yeah. Yeah. I can afford one, yeah. but it'll be equal for equal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, going to get yeah, literally yeah. work for my babysitter. Yeah. yeah. You know? Um, whereas in, in Africa or back home, there's aunties, there's cousins, there's exactly. a whole Even plethora of now. people. Mm. Even neighbors. Yeah. Do you remember a time when you would go missing from your own home? Yeah. And go play around with the neighborhood yeah, yeah. kids and come at the end of the day. Yeah. Do you also remember yeah. how your parents didn't worry yeah. that you'd yeah. be dead? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You remember yeah. the time yeah, when yeah. you're so dirty? Yeah, yeah. They'll be like, oh my ah, God, you can't feel it. Go back. Yeah, yeah. That's all they're worried about, yeah. how yeah. dirty you are when you come yeah. back. Because everyone is your uncle, everyone is it's your cousin. It, yeah. it you know, speaks to the adage, it takes a village to raise a child. And that's what I've seen back home. But I've also something something quite interesting is for me to bring my Western mindset. To Africa, I need mm. to be appreciative. Of course, I need to understand the social economic fa- uh, aspect happening yes. in my community. Yes. I should not coming in as a bully. Of course, and not. say you know what? For example, when we were in Togo, when we done this uh, filming about the uh, the, the increased uh, death of uh, of snakes, right. we spoke with some of the elders, and they say, you know what? Who are you to telling us? Uh, this is one of the elders. Ooh. Yeah, because she said we've got our own remedy. Wow. Our own traditional remedy is one, two, three. Yeah. But we were there just to tell the story. So what right. I'm saying is, going back to Africa, I have to be flexible and yes. transparent about yes. what I'm about to experience. I'm going to exactly. be facing a lot of challenges. Exactly. But I've also I'm going to be there, what uh, my brother said here, is 
to help my community. One of the ideas I have is we're building a community garden there where it's going to be self-efficient. How many times that while we're here in Paris, we receive a call yeah. back home saying, can you send us $100, yeah. $200? Yeah. So I'm going to go with that mindset saying, you know yeah. what? I've got this concept that I would love to develop. So for us, it's it's called generation uh, wealth. Hopefully, generation that we're gonna we're gonna yeah. be increasing more and more. Amen. So so the aspect of me going back there is not just to sit down in my eighty eighty dollars seat and just do nothing. Yeah. I'm gonna be extra busy, and I'm I've always been a person like that. Yeah. I want to have a purpose for me for my yeah. life. Yeah. You know, sometimes when we leave things, we don't leave commodity. Commodity comes and go. Yeah. We we leave values. My daughter was with me in Somaliland, yes. volunteering with me. We used to go to their local hospital every morning volunteering and bringing food nice. to it because i want to enrich that aspect of my kids saying you know it's is volunteering is very important exactly. it connects you and it, it humbles you it does. Yeah. yeah so that's something that's really quite important for me i've always been passionate about but yeah i'm going there with a very open minded i'm going to be going there and and this is something i'm really for the first time i felt i'm excited to go back home oh wow yeah amazing crankston are you thinking to go back home anytime I've been thinking about. You mean Marabuka? Exactly. I wish. I saw you last time. I've never, I've never stayed north of the river, but that's another story for another day. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, you prefer the dirty south, is it? Ah, the well, dirty south. I love it. Dirty south refers to a, a United States social construct. There's nothing dirty about southern suburbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah, 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 yeah. Um, however, though, in conclusion, We'd like to thank you so much for coming to the thank you so to, much. to the couch. Um, personally, for myself, I'd like to say that I have never. I've been very judgmental of a lot of the stuff that Ruth TV has been doing. Really? That's Can you give own. an example? Um, no, I will not give you an example because we're winding up the show. Okay. However, having sat with you on the couch and 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 talked about the stories. What what we've we've managed to do for me in this conversation, yeah. including with with Linda, my co-host, is to connect. The West does not allow you to connect with people. We are too busy. Yes. So much stuff to do. Yep. If and, and a lot of the stuff is transactional. Hi, how are you? What do you do? How much is it? Let's yes, do it. Let's move on. Yeah. You know. Mm. And um, having sat down and talked about what we discussed, what we've discussed in part one and part two of this episode has reminded me of how grounded we really should be. Mm. Um, the, the, the privilege that we have, the black privilege that we have as African diaspora people out here in the West is that we've got a two-factor system. We can consider ourselves in the Western context and we can also consider ourselves in, a, in an African, exactly, in a back-home exactly. context. Exactly, exactly. We've yeah. got the best of both a worlds. A lot of people around the globe don't have that privilege. Mm-hmm. Um, in another podcast, we highlight that as African privilege. Yeah. yeah. We have that privilege. Now, what you've been talking about and what you've been expressing is an exemplification of African privilege to the point where which, unlike, say, a Western person who will end up in a nursing home and what they can do with their retirement, retirement money is to get a, an expensive ex- you know, retirement home yeah. as opposed to a cheap one. Yeah. What we have, the privilege we share, is that we can have our retirement home yeah. All the way back home, yeah. like proper home. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Where which is not a retirement yeah. home, but it's going back home. And yes, be exactly. proactive. And be proactive. For sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah. By all means. I mean, yeah. off mic during the break, you and, and Dr. BC, who didn't come on, the, on, on, on camera today, she's been on an ep- a previous ep- episode. Hi, Dr. BC. We're talking about, mm. um, you know, the true colors. Yeah, true colors, yeah. 
um, which which we will discuss further in 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 follow up episodes. Yeah. But that black that black privilege should be accentuated in this episode. Power awesome. to the people. Power to the people. Thank you guys for having me. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was really yeah. lively. Lively or lovely? Yeah, lively and lovely. Lovely seeing you again. Thank you. From me people, thinking people I've never re-met. met. People re-met each other. Yeah, on the I mean, episode. I introduced the show saying I've never met you, but let us know what about yeah. <laughs> Little yes, do what? I know. Mm. So God is good for that. He's kept you well. He's kept your family well. Same with my own. Thank you so much for coming yeah. in and um, being on this platform yeah. with us. Um, again, very, it connects with what we are also trying to exactly um, to put out there. Yeah. So you're the man for that. So thank you so much for showcasing yourself, yeah. your family, your work, your future. Best of luck moving back home. Thank you so much. Really quite excited when about this. When we are ready yeah. to come back home, we're going to holler at you in yeah. Somaliland. And wherever you think, you, you, wherever you will end up residing. Actually, I'm doing something quite exciting in my LinkedIn friends. Yes. When I move there, settle there, my house is really in the process of getting finished by uh, December of this year. Nice. I'm hoping to, I'm going to do a, a, a very exciting challenge. I'm going to invite three of my friends, my LinkedIn friends, ticket paid for, to come and visit me in my own homeland. I am befriending you right yeah, yeah. now. <laughs> You're guys. not part of the LinkedIn friends. Yeah. Right? I am. You want to give are you trying to give people who don't have opportunities to that? Not only that, such, I want to I wanna, I invite people everyone. because for in my, the bigger picture for me is I want to change that narrative about what people say is about Africa, especially yes. an unrecognized state like Somaliland, yes. which is very peaceful, yes. which is very uh, unique of itself. Yes. So this is going to be my challenge to everyone. So we're going to do a special podcast when you arrive in, in nice. Somaliland. You're going to meet my family. You're going to meet nice. everybody there. Going back to the roots. We're going to do, we're going to go and like uh, uh, we're going to do camel milk there. We're going to enjoy it. Do so they still do it with, by hand? By hand, or exactly. Gonna yeah. We're going to take you to deep Africa, there. brother. Amen. Yeah. Hey, me, I'm looking forward to that free, yeah. free plenty game. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Well, first of all, you, we're going to show that on the podcast. Exactly. I yeah. have a photo of that. Okay, okay. Yeah. 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 Go, we'll start by uh, adding that $50 into the ah. uh, yeah, yeah, account. Yeah, yeah, that goes to the funding. Yeah, That's yeah. fine. I, I've got yeah. nothing to say. Lost <laughs> it, so I can't I say anything about that, man. Yeah. yeah, but thank you so much, guys. Really enjoyed it. Thank you, really. Welcome. Yeah. Thank you so much yeah. as well. For the thank viewers and listeners, thanks for being with us on this very interesting road trip that we've had today. Indeed. Um, Elmi is a very interesting personality. We will have him back again very later. Because we would like to check out these stories that he's developing with, um, in, in conjunction with uh, the Dutch Vel or Dutch Dutch World yeah. in English. Um, and and we'll, we'll, we'll showcase a few, we'll premiere a few of those clips yes. um, on the podcast so that you can get to see what he's been talking about. Yes, exactly right. Thanks for listening up Thanks until this part, part two. Look forward to hosting you again to the next episode. Till then.